Welcome to Average Joe's Gaming Podcast with your hosts, Jesse, Joe, and Tom. Episode 24. Is it a filler? Hi, I'm Joe. Hi, I'm Jesse. And I'm Tom. And uh, we're going to talk about filler. We're going to do a review on that by Green Couch Games tonight. Uh, but before we do that, uh, have you gotten anything new? Yeah, got a game that I kickstarted called Tau City. Got another game I kickstarted called Micro Brewer. And then I purchased numerous games that I don't know why. I purchased them other than the fun games. And I played them. You know why you purchased them, Tom. Yes, I do. Uh, uh, Dice Zone is the one that I played most recently and then bought because I liked it so well. Okay. And we had gotten a Kickstarter as well, uh, Welcome To by Deep Water Games, which we played tonight. Oh, yeah. That was fun. That was a, that was a reissue on a Kickstarter one. That they yes, it was a second printing, I believe. Yep. So they had uh, uh, neighborhood packs. that were like oh, okay. uh, Halloween, Christmas. And I, I didn't back all of those. Okay. Uh, just because I, I wasn't sure if I'd like the game. So I, I know I like rolling rights, but... On the other hand, how much do I want to spend? Because I think the complete package is like seventy-five or eighty dollars. Yeah, for that game, that's a lot. It is a lot. What's the MSRP on that? Do you know what it's supposed to be? Uh, like twenty, twenty-five, something yeah. like that. Even with the packs, I think. I mean, it's a good game. Yeah, it's a great game. So, um, but it is rolling right. Yeah. So, I mean, you're gonna eventually have to, you're gonna eventually have to replace the tablet unless you laminate. Which, right. Which I did. Yeah. But they also that was one of their other add-ons was uh, laminated sheets, so or dry erase boards, I think is what they called them, which essentially is the same thing you could do with lamination. Yep. <laughs> yep. So, um, did, is that all we got? I think so. We haven't really bought a whole... Oh, um, we got Transformers card game. Yeah, we got that. Yeah, we haven't played that yet. And... Um, We've gotten a couple games from the game chest in their use section. We got yep. uh, was it Aquasphere. That was one, yeah. They that I played that, but it's been a long time since I played it. That's a fun game. And then I can't remember the other one. I don't remember either. Oh, uh, Steam, Steam and Time, or something like that. Steam Time. Yeah, because it was it was two of them that looked like they would be really fun. Yeah, they were on their price drops, and I had to pick them up. Always. Yeah. Well, when you can get a game for ten dollars. Yeah. You have to do it. Yeah, I get. Okay. So does that apply with books too? It should. <laughs> Tom's on my side. Oh, no, I'm book definitely thing. on your side on the books. <laughs> Tom paying for them too? No, Tom's not paying. Tom's got his own book addiction. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, sounds like you've got another addiction. Pop yeah, finals. yeah. Shut up. What was your running total of pop finals now? It's not accurate, but it was ninety-two. Wow. Oh my god. And what was the one you just ordered? Uh, David S. Pumpkins and the Skeletons. <laughs> yeah. So that'll take it up. David S. Pumpkins from Saturday Night Live. Do we want to explain how this all happened? This whole pop thing? Yes, let's explain it. Shortly after I met Joe, it was, I don't know, around Christmas or somewhere, he says, oh, I got you something for Christmas. He gives me this Captain Marvel pop. Uh, And it's Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel. The GTS. But this uh, was what, like three years ago or something like that? Yeah, it's been a while. Four years? It's been longer now. Yeah, it's been four or five years. Anyway, how old is Kathleen? Uh, she's, she'll be five in August. So it's been at least four and a half years. Yeah. So I got that pop. Then we were playing in some church thing, some game day at a yeah. church, 
And one of the prizes was something that I didn't want and a pop of uh, Deadpool, Deadpool. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. a Deadpool pop. So I said, yeah, I'll take the Deadpool pop. So there I had two pops. And I had two pops for like three years. And then I think I found a pop of Ron Swanson from the from uh, Parks and Recreation. Oh, yep. And I just thought that was cool. And then there was Bob Ross ones, and those were pretty yeah. cool. And that was about the time the Bob Ross games were coming out. Right. Yep. So I got the Bob Ross pop, and then there was two other Bob Ross pops I bought. And then there was Bob Ross, as, or Deadpool as Bob Ross, and 80-some uh, pops later. Wait, you get a... Bob Ross, Deadpool? Deadpool as Bob Ross, yes. Really? Yes. Wow, I didn't know there was such a thing. It's hilarious. Oh, I'm sure there is such a thing. But I tend to get things, like I got a lot of the rock, pop rocks. Like, I got Alice Cooper because I like Alice Cooper. I got Joey Ramone because he's a Ramone. Uh, I got Weird Al Yankovic. Do you have Joey Fatone? I do not have Joey (laughs) Fatone. I think there probably is a Joey Fatone one out there. I think all the Backstreet Boys have a problem. That's an NSYNC, not a Backstreet Boys. I don't boy. know my... Whoa. I know, I know one boy band. Well, I know two now because Saturday Night Live had BTS on last So, night. you know a Hanson. Okay, three. Oh! <laughs> the other one is One Direction, which I actually really like One Direction. So, anyway. Too much information. So, back to games. <laughs> <laughs> and Tom's so anyway, new theme is Bop. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Hanson. You. That's not it. a big Hanson. That was like 20 years ago. Oh, has it been that long? It has been that long. Well, I want it that way, celebrating its 20-year anniversary this year. Yeah. What are the Spice Girls? Uh, they're reuniting. Aren't yeah, they? and that's like 25 years or something. Something like that. Yeah, they remember. still look good, though. Yeah, they do. You would say that. <laughs> because it's true. Yeah. Okay, I'm obviously outnumbered. <laughs> Jerry Hollowell. Here we go. If she's listening, um, you're you're on my list. Is she the one that's married to? Is she, oh the one, is she the one that's married to, to Beckham? No, that's no, Victoria that's uh, Beckham. Yeah, the Spice yeah. Posh or whatever her name is. Yeah, Posh Spice, Posh and then there's yeah. Baby Emma Button. I didn't know. And then there was uh, Mel B, which I think she's on a singing show. And then there's yeah. uh, Mel C, which was the fitness freak. Yeah. Well, keep in mind when the Spice Girls were big, I, 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 I was raising <laughs> I was raising young children at that point, so I didn't pay a lot of attention to pop. Well, a teenager. Liar, yeah. liar, pants on fire. No, you I know all the Spice Girls, Joseph. I had all of their magazines. I know you did. <laughs> I was, yeah. And uh, I like their music, too. Sadly, when One Direction came out, my children were growing, and so I could kind of go, yeah, they're pretty good. Yeah, they're pretty good. I'm going to take you to their concert. <laughs> Just standing yeah. back like a creepy guy. If you ever get a chance, see the Saturday Night Live sketch with Paul Rudd about One Direction. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking hilarious. I'm sure it probably is on YouTube. Yeah, I'm sure it is, too. So anyway, back to games. Yeah, so I think that's all we've gotten yeah. recently. I'm trying to think if I bought anything else. You, well, I got Wingspan, were... finally. Okay. I did finally get Wingspan. I played a couple played And you got that times. down at Game Chess, correct? Yes, I did. I, I was a good boy and waited for my friendly local game store to get it. You pre-ordered that with I them. I did. Where's our I... version? They, Probably they, sitting down a good way. You know how many versions they got? You know how many copies of it they got? They were promised. I think she said they were promised 15. They got two. Oh, my God. Yeah. And what did you have to do for that second one? I didn't pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> no, somebody else already paid for the second one. So, so I mean, how did they... If, if there Were there 15 pre-orders? Yeah. I don't know if there were that many pre-orders, but they ordered 15. Well, I imagine know, there was more than two. There were at least two pre-orders because both of the ones that we had were sold. <laughs> were you the first one to pre-order them? Yes. I okay, so they was. just went down the line. Pre-order. I assume that's what. That was okay. Like, I think the first so it was like a random die roll. No. 
Well, she knew better. She knew she was going to go to me. Yeah. I, I was the very... I, yes, I was. I was the first one. Tom's to rolling around on the ground again. <laughs> well, Tom is an actor, so I'm sure he could pull uh, it off. I could have pulled it off. He is. He's, he's our local actor. So that's it. And I was trying to do what's else in my car. I've got, uh, oh, the, one of the, um, I can't remember what it is. So it's in my car, but. Speaking of acting, didn't you. Uh, you know, what's up with Oliver? I auditioned, yeah. did not get in. Uh, so don't go see it. No, go see it. It's going to be good. It is going to be good. The guy who got the part I wanted is going to be very good. And you were auditioning for Oliver? Yes. No. <laughs> no. Uh, Beetle Bumble and Bill Sykes were the two parts I really wanted okay. in that show, but I did not get cast, which is fine. I, I don't get cast and everything. I would like to get cast. But what was the last thing that you did? I think we went to it. Yeah, um, Amish Project, I think, was the last thing I was in. Oh, it wasn't the Little Women? women? Or women? Oh yeah, that was the one that I that we did a reader series. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and then yeah, I guess that was, I was fun. I was also in a show called um, uh, Motherhood Out Loud. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I, I which, forgot about that one. Yeah. So yep. Women was a was a reader theater kind of a takeoff on Little Women, and Motherhood Out Loud is a, like a composite or a, an anthology show, a monologue basically about motherhood. And yes, I was in that. I played a gay father. Yeah, and then, and then women, you played. Like a German guy. A German guy, yeah. The guy who falls in love with... Uh, the professor. Yeah, the one that's not probably straight. Let's hear your German voice. I can't do it. I'm the man. Because I'll take it about I can't do it. I have to, I have to get can't into character. It. Shut your mouth. Can't do it. I, I don't want to do, do it. it. No. All right, back on track, boys. Yeah, okay. And All what right. did we play? What have we played? Well, we played uh, Welcome To tonight. Tonight, yep. And, uh, and what is that game for? Welcome To is kind of a roll and write, but without... Dice, they replace it with cards, cards. which I really like yeah, the mechanic. I liked it a lot. And you can see what property is coming up, but you can't tell the number that you have to fill in. What did you think of it? Because you like rolling rights. I do. The first game we played of it was a lot of fun. And then... I the, won. The second one... Ectum won. Um, it was just... I don't know. It was just was not going my way the second time, or maybe I was just picking the wrong thing. I thought you did pretty well in the second one. I, was, I don't know. I don't you, know how you didn't come did. in last. That's all right. I I think you did very well. No, you I think everyone did pretty yeah, well. Yeah, we, because I think everybody was within. What, right? Almost everyone what filled out their neighborhoods. Have, yeah. What did that come have for a score? One hundred four. And Kim had. And Kim got, you got second? I got second with 97. And Kim had 90, I had 86. I Three, that. I think she had. I had 86, I remember that, or 87, I remember that. And then you and Amber had lower scores. Yep. Like but they were all within, yeah, she was like, Amber was like 50-something, but she had never played that kind of game before. Mm-hmm. Right. So, but I really like that one. I yeah. did better the first time we played it than the second time. Right. It just depends on how the numbers come yeah. up on it, though, too. Well, we had six people playing that makes the a second game. Yeah. We only had five playing the first game. Well, that's fine. It doesn't really matter. I really liked it. Might play it again. Yeah, I, I think it's got a lot of replayability. It's also got a solo variant. Oh, I didn't know that. That's yeah, funny. it came with the Kickstarter. No, I really liked it. It, you know, I was completely lost when you guys were all explaining it to me, and then it was like, okay. Yeah, there's a lot to take in, but the references really break it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and the one thing I really have to say is the like the, the pools. If you don't circle those pools, 
it's really hard to check people's progress. So in the in the rules it says you have to if you're doing the pools, you circle the pool and then you cross off down below. Whereas I can see if you're not circling those pools because you can you can do that number at a pool section. Yeah. And not, and not use the pool. Yeah, exactly. So if you're if you're using the pool, you definitely need to circle those. Otherwise, you know someone's gonna look across the board and like, uh, I don't think you're doing that right. Yeah. <laughs> no, I ended up I ended up I think using three spots that have pools. With yeah. The pools. first game I ran away with pools. Yeah. The second game, I did not do well with pools, but I had another kind of strategy. Yeah, strategy of doing it where. Um, I obviously wasn't going for the goal cards because those were only four points because they were already grabbed. Yeah. So what I did was I put a fence up and I put neighborhoods of five, which gave me 40 points because right. I had four neighborhoods of five. Which and was I huge. tried to do the same thing with threes just because yep. I built all my threes. Right. So that was giving me all max points. So. Yeah. But if you're doing neighborhoods of five for ten points each, it can really That's add a up. lot. Yeah. Of course, Eknum did the same yep. same thing, so it was 40 points, so it pretty much yep. canceled each other out. And then I had two six neighborhoods and I... Completely forgot to check any off on six. Oh, yeah. bummer. Yeah, I had one six neighborhood and I got all the way down to the twelfth. So that was pretty nice. Yeah, that was nice. But then I, I do really like the the roll and write games. I know they're they're really popular right now. Uh, but this is this is a different type of roll and write, and it, it has been out for a while, but it is very popular. And I do like the the card mechanic that gives you that instead of dice, you've got these six cards that pair up together. Mm-hmm. And each card, like I said, each card, when you flip a card, the next card will have the number on it that you're using, and then whatever the property type is. But you can see in the corner what the next property type is going to be on. Right. So you can kind of get an idea of what's coming up just on the number. Right. Which helps you with your strategy. Yeah, I like that. So really enjoyed that one. Then we followed up with uh, Sentry Golem. That's Sentry. Sentry Golem Edition. Sentry Golem Edition. Sentry, yeah. Yeah. It's Sentry Golem Edition. Yeah. Because the other edition is Century Spice Road. Right, which is not as pretty. Not as pretty, but exactly the same. Game. <laughs> but I not. Have, I have both. I have, <laughs> I have both both versions. So. You do. And I played both of them with you, and that was what made me get the Century yep. Gollum edition. And I knew you were going to get the Gollum Yo, edition. It's, just, it's so much cooler than Century Spice Road. Century Spice Road's a great game, but it's just it's basic. The people, you've got willow wooden cubes. Whereas Century Golem, you have this awesome artwork and these cool crystals. Right. So, and honestly, if Century Spice Road wasn't a part of a series of games, and all it was going to come out was either Century Spice Road or Century Golem, I would have bought the Golem version. Um, yeah, but I bought both because I wanted the Golem. They should have. I really like how they do this. They've got three games that tie in together with the Century Spice Road. Yeah, they totally do that with the Golem edition. I'm trying to they just make it Gollum version. Yeah, that's what they have to just do. Yeah. reskin it. So. Yeah, reskin it. Yep. Skin it. Yep, there you go. Like a dog. So those were the games tonight. So weird. Yeah. Yeah. When you played Dice Throne last night? Uh, well, played. Started off playing Viticulture. Okay. Which is I weird. Still have not played that. We need to play that. It's a great game. I finally get the game, and it took me. This is probably about the sixth time I have played it, and I finally understand how to get the engine to start running. Okay. Now the problem is the engine wasn't getting any gas because you have to you're trying to pick or plant grapes, pick grapes, crush grapes, and make wine out of them, and then you fulfill orders. You get cars that are wine orders. Oh, okay. Yep. Okay. So my two vines that I planted on my first time were white grapes, white wine grapes. 
the next one, and I just could not get red wine grapes at all. So my orders that I was getting were all for red wine. So I, I, made, I filled one order because I happened to get some card that gave me red grapes okay. that I could put into my crush pad and then age them up and then finally make them into wine. And so then I got enough to make wine. And so I did not win that game. But I had a lot of fun playing it. And, I find and, that and you own this? I own the game. Okay. It was somebody else's copy that we were playing. And then they, when they initially came out, it's a Stonemaier game. Okay. When it initially came out, it was just Viticulture. Then they added the uh, expansion, which... Was that the Essentials? Yeah, the Essential. Well, no, they did the expansion, which included a bunch of modules that you could add to the game. Okay. But then people said, well, I'm never playing this game without these certain things, including the Mamas and the Papas, which give you your starting resources. And then there's uh, uh, the Mamas and the Papas. There's other... Uh, there's other workers that you can replace your workers with okay. that have powers, like the one we had last night was, or yesterday was the Mafioso. And the Mafioso basically lets you go use a space, because it's a worker placement game. So the Mafioso lets you use a space. Did you just say Mafioso? I did. I knew you'd like that. <laughs> but the Mafioso lets you use a space that wasn't a bonus space, but you got to do whatever that action was two times. Okay. So one space allows you to build a building, or if you have enough resources to build a building, you can build two buildings with the mafioso worker. The other worker was what they called, I think it was called an innkeeper, and that was kind of a nasty character because if you were at a space and the innkeeper came, you had to give the innkeeper either one kind of card or another kind of card at random. But they gave you a dollar, but you still lost a card that might help you in the future. So, oh, okay. So that was kind of neat. So but, but you replace a worker with one of those workers. They act just like another worker. And then you have a gigantic worker, which can take a spot that somebody else has. Because I think in a four-player game, we played with four. There's only two spots available at each location. One okay. has a bonus attached to it. So obviously somebody's going to take that first. Right. And then the other one is just a regular, whatever the action is. Well, then you have a gigantic worker. Then if you wanted that action, you could use a gigantic worker and you take that action too. Oh, okay. So it's just a Disney game. I did not win, but I had fun. Oh, and then we also played Welcome to. Oh, okay. So I played that game twice this weekend. All right. And then we did play Dice Zones, yes. Um, and that's a really interesting game. Yeah, it's a it's a dice combat game. Kind of, they, they likened it, it's a Kickstarter. It was a Kickstarter. It's not, it's in retail stores now. But they likened it to a video type game. Because you're, you're basically, it's a 1v1 game. Mm -hmm. Although you can play it. We played it last night with six players in a free-for-all. Okay. And you have a main phase where you, well, you have an upkeep phase where you do any actions that are in your upkeep phase. And you have an income phase which gets you a combat point and a card. Combat points are your currency. You start with two, four cards in your hand. So on your turn, you'll do whatever upkeep you have, which might include getting a token that gives you power or resolving a token that somebody else stuck on you that hurts you. Um, then you increase your combat points by one, grab a card. And then you have your main phase, which is where you play your main phase cards or your instants. You can play your instants anytime. And the main phase cards might be an upgrade to one of your powers, or it might be something that will just flat out smack somebody in the face, or it might be something that allows you to draw more cards. Okay. Cards are generally paid for with combat points, so you can get yourself down to zero combat points. There's cards that will allow you to get more combat points, and depending on what character you play, you may have a character that allows you to get a lot of combat points based on your dice roll. So then you go into your roll phase, your offensive roll phase, where you have five dice with six different bases. I want to say the ones, twos, and threes are all the same. 
fours and fives are unique, and a six is unique. And I think the four and a five might have one or two. Anyway, they're all unique dice. Each character has unique dice. You roll your dice, you look at your board, which shows you essentially like a straight, if you roll, it's a Yahtzee style. So you right. roll, roll once, pick what dice you want to keep. You can roll a five again or roll whatever, and three times. Okay. All right, then based on what you roll, that's what damage will be or what your action will be. It's kind of cool because I've never seen that kind of mechanic before in this kind of game. And then there's an opportunity for your opponent. Well, then you have what they call it's a targeting phase if you're playing more than one person. Roll a dice, and I think based on like a one is to the person to your left, a two is the person to your right. Uh, a one, two to the left, three, four to the right, five is. Uh, I don't remember how that works. Six is your choice. Okay. So with the six-player game, it was basically just went around the table. Oh, okay. You started with the person you left, and went one, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, I would play six. So six would have been my choice. But one through five would have been whatever number they were at. Okay. So that was kind of neat. That was really fun to play that way. That's interesting. Um, you start with 20 points as opposed to 50, so you have a chance to be killed. But if you're killed in the first two rounds, I think it is, you get to start at 10 again. Okay. Come back. Yep, we played it we last played weekend. It, yeah. Two we, players yep, versus two players. two players. Yeah. And that was also very fun. And that's yep. the same type of deal where one and the two is player to my left, three or four is player to my right, five would have been you guys choose which one of you two takes the attack. Yep. And the six is we get to choose which one of those two take an attack. And then the damage is, is combined with the team, but yep. it depends on who's defending because they might have different yeah, defense. Each character has a different defense, like the character I rolled, I think, had three dice. Right. So a lot of times they're going to pick on me because I have less dice to work with. But my powers might be more. Right. And Exum's character had a lot of nasty ability with his defense. Yeah. But I had way more dice to roll. Yep. You and could roll five healing dice, abilities. three. So, yeah. 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 It was it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. That's a, it's a great game. There's Season one is six different characters, and that was the initial Kickstarter. Season two... Each box has two different characters, and I think there's three out right now. Okay. Three boxes, and there might be and another one And then there's the, uh, what is it, the big chest? That's the... Uh, the war chest or war something chest, like that? Yeah, okay. which was a Kickstarter exclusive, so... Yeah, and it's not available. I don't think. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it might be on Amazon or eBay or something, but it's pretty pricey. Yeah. You can get it. But it allows you to store all six, because the second season comes in individual. It's two to a box, but each character has its individual game trays tray. Okay. So, which includes the cards and the fold-out. It's a pretty cool game. If you get a chance, look it up. Um, forget the guys who do from the UK that do playthroughs on each character, but it's pretty cool. Alright, and then last weekend we had the privilege of doing a, a five-player playthrough of Borgata. That was fun. Uh, we did that two days in a row. So, on Saturday night we filmed a YouTube video which Jesse uh, recorded for us and then did all of the hard work of editing, mm -hmm. which that was how, how much footage? Two hours? At least two it hours. was over two hours, I know, of actual like footage. footage. <laughs> I know for a fact that I probably cut and chopped maybe 40 to 30 minutes of it yep. and then condensed the rest into a 25-minute-ish uh, video. 
Yeah, it was it was really good. It was very impressive. Probably so mostly me, mostly me and John swearing that you cut out. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and I then didn't. on Sunday we did a live stream on YouTube, which we didn't have any sound on. Mm. And oh. then we had uh, um, Facebook and Instagram live stream. Yeah, that was fun. So we we were able to do that. Uh, Saturday or Sunday was Adam, Kate, and you were there, and I, and and Jesse. Yeah. Yep. So five players, and then the Saturday night was Kim, you, uh, Noel, John, and myself. Correct. Yeah. That was. And John and I were dressed up to the max. Yeah. And then Noel was dressed as a cabbie. Yeah. Noel wore a hat. He looked like a cabbie, so he dressed like a cabbie. <laughs> and I kind of forgot we were going to dress up. Yeah, it's all right. Neither did Kim, so yeah. you guys were okay. Well, we had something going on. I can't remember what was going on before that. Yeah, and we didn't even know you guys were coming yeah. until last minute anyway. Yeah. So, and, and I was, like, stressing because I had seven people for five players <laughs> yeah. through, and then one person canceled, and then Eknum says, well, if you got five, no big deal. But he made props. Oh, man, and yeah. they look cool. They were really so. cool. And they're in the video, I assume. Yep, the yes. beginning and the end. Yep. So uh, before we talk about filler, let's hear from Amanda at the game chest. Hi, guys. This is Amanda from Game Chest at downtown Sioux Falls, corner of 6th and Phillips in the Jones Building. I just wanted to give you a heads up that we have a awesome used game library. We're currently at a little over 450 titles that have been um, brought in through the used game selection and you bring your game in and you can sell it there for um, whatever price you want to sell it for. It's up to you. Of that, you get 80% to keep in-store credit to spend on whatever new games you want. As a shopper, it's super cool because you'll see titles there that you can't see other places or you can only get on eBay. And instead of just buying them online, you can have them right away by stopping in at our shop. So uh, come on down to Game Chest. We're on 6th and Phillips Avenue downtown, and we'd love to show you the used game selection we have. So, uh, filler. You got a chance to play that with me. That was a Kickstarter game. Uh, it was supposed to be here in October. And <laughs> just arrived a couple weeks back. I didn't realize it was that, that far back. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and their delay was the artwork. So, uh, Jess, did you did you have a, have a chance to look at this game at all? Yes, I did. Okay. So, Tom, Jesse, <laughs> judging on the artwork, what do you think took so long with the artwork being backed up? Because I, I, my personal opinion, there wasn't that much artwork. I liked the artwork, but yeah, that to me there was that would not be a good reason unless they were trying to get just the exact amount of blur on the playmat. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, so that you could almost read it. But yeah. Not quite. Yep. So yeah, I, I liked the artwork, but it's not. It shouldn't have taken that much time. I thought I thought the cards were very the cards plain. Were, the cards were better than the uh, playmat yeah. for sure, and better than the explanation cards. Yes, um, the logos or the icon iconography that was weird. Didn't make a whole lot of sense. No, it was weird. Um, the wild. So everything else matched up with the symbols, except for the wild. 
And so you've got this jar of rainbow color, which means any ingredient. Yeah. And then on one of the cards, or on some of the cards, question you have yes, you have a gray circle with a question mark. It's like, well, that doesn't match anything. What is that? Yeah. I think what we finally figured out was the wild was basically any ingredient. Yes. And the question marks meant that you could use any ingredient. Correct. But the way you could interpret that, and I can understand why maybe they did it that way, was if you had five rainbow things, people are going to go, well, i got to collect five rainbow things. But So then they needed to make it a better. <laughs> they needed to do something better because, yikes. Yeah, it was. And, and I, I love the green couch games. Uh, Best Treehouse Ever. That's fun. Uh, Avalanche at Yeti Mountain. Uh, ladder 29, is it? I didn't play that one. No, yes, I did yes, play that. That was that a trick-taking game. Yeah. I love their games. Um, uh, Before the Earth Explodes, which is a two-player game. This, i got to say, is probably the weakest green couch game I've played yet. Yeah. Very unimpressive. And then you guys were playing it, and you said that it was kind of a knockoff of another pastry game. Well, yeah, and I... What was that one? I can't remember. Adam knew what it was, but I cannot remember the game. But I remember playing the other pastry game, or some other kitchen game. Yeah. But um, I, I, I kind of, I kind of liked the game. I, I think it would, if we played it more often, it might become a better game. But there were things about it that were very odd. Very yeah. lackluster, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. For as much as you kickstarted it for, and for as long as it took to get it, I'm not sure it was worth that. What do you think? Um. Well, I haven't played the game, but Best Treehouse Ever is one of my favorite games of to play. Um, truthfully, looking at the artwork of Filler and looking at the artwork for the other one, I don't know where they were trying to go because all the artwork for the other ones are very, the colors are very bright, very crisp, even the play mat are very crisp and bright. I'm not quite sure where they were going with the scheme of this one. I want to say they were maybe going for an elegant French boulangerie look. Blurry. And then blurry. <laughs> now the cards themselves have that kind of line drawing, the, yeah. the sort of couture looking line drawings. There wasn't much on the cards. You yeah. had a little microwave timer. You've got the ingredient list on the bottom. On the side, you get the ingredients uh, that, you that you can use. And then you have this little picture of a pastry. Yeah. And that, that's the artwork. They and were, then they were very well-drawn pictures of pastries. Yeah. But like you said, they were not up to what you normally see on Green Couch Games. Right. And but it was next to no communication during that campaign. Oh, that's horrible. It is. Um it was very frustrating, and then the wait, which I get Kickstarter games you're going to wait for, but I, I kind of expected more from Green Couch Games. Well, I'm surprised so, they had to go through Kickstarter. Or and too. Uh, another thing with them is, so not the only one, but cards were missing in this. So I had gotten a hold of them. I just I saw on the Kickstarter thing was a. Uh, I'm missing two cards. Is anyone else missing any cards? And I was like, well, yeah, we're missing this one and this one. And their response to that was, well, shouldn't affect anything if you're not playing a, a full-player game, a five-player game. 
I was like, yeah. are you kidding me? No, it's a six-player game. Yeah, it's like, uh, K. <laughs> yeah. And it's, well, we'll get you the cards out, but it shouldn't affect anything. Okay, but until that happens, I can't play the game of a six-player game. Yeah. Or five-player game. I can't remember how many players it was. You can, but you, you can that's, play. That was kind of frustrating. You can play Clue without Colonel Mustard. Yeah, I mean it's it's okay. Yeah, <laughs> you don't need the revolver. No, <laughs> candlestick. Nah, it's over. Yeah, I mean, we lost half the pieces. It's okay. You can still play it. Play the three player game. But like, you know, I I saw them down at Geekway. They had a booth there last year. I spent a ton of money, got all their play mats, all the games that I was missing, and then I kickstarted their game. I kickstarted another one through them, which I think is like Black Forest or something like that, which. Uh, we'll see how that one comes out. Yeah. I'll but again, curious, get a play mat with that one. I get a blurry play mat with this one. And it's like, oh, wow. I just, I don't know. Yeah, that's... I'm that very was, disappointed. It was odd. Like I said, I, I kind of liked the mechanic of the game. I enjoyed playing the game. But the artwork was lackluster. That play mat was... I took my glasses off to see it. thought that would help. <laughs> And it Surprisingly, it was less blurry. Little, it was less blurry when I took my glasses off. That was really strange. Um, the game itself, not a bad game. I, I don't think it was worth but, forty bucks. But yeah, I wouldn't. Have, I yeah, I don't, I'm glad I didn't kickstart that one. I must have missed your announcement that you were kickstarting that or something. That was during the time where I was kickstarting a lot of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so I might have just gone, oh, go uh, kickstart yeah. another one. Got to go yep. past that. Yeah. yeah, it was. I don't know. I'm not impressed with it at all. But. You're gonna get kickstarted like that. Yeah, you, know, you I, are. I played it. I think we played it twice. Ran yeah. two, two or three times. Two, two in a row at least. So, I guess I played it, and it'll probably sit on my shelf yeah. for however long, if I ever get rid of it, or give it away at extra life. That's true. That might be a possibility. Click that on someone. Else. Yeah. Hey, you want a want a blurry play mat? <laughs> game that's not all there. <laughs> well, well here, you're in, in luck. In defensive green. In Green Couch Games, we actually did find the two cards that you yeah. thought were missing. They they weren't, but they. So then we got all the cards were stuck together. They were stuck instead, together, so. and then we started to wonder. Well, maybe this poor guy who complained and then got dissed real bad. Yeah. Just had two cards stuck together and he hadn't checked them. Yeah, but either way, if but you, that if you say you're missing horrible. a card, wow. Yeah. Oh, it shouldn't shouldn't affect the game unless you're playing with full count player count. <laughs> Which you know you're supposed to be able to do. Cool. Yeah. yeah. All right. Oh, so my. Pour out Edna can just sit in the corner and knit until right. We're done she playing. can't play until can't next play. time. Not yeah. until yeah. We'll yeah. rotate around. We'll rotate around. Which actually, unfortunately, Granddad Edna would never be able to play because nobody's going to play Correct. again. Yeah, <laughs> we're done. I'm yeah, sorry, you game, didn't get your turn. That game's over. Sorry. Yeah. So that that's filler. I I guess I would. Out of all the green couch games, even on its own merit, I would probably rate that one a four out of ten. See, and as a game, I'd probably rate it as a seven, but production values, I'd put it down to a two. Maybe. So, which would average it out to probably a four to five. Yeah, it's I don't know. And this it's, is coming from a guy who buys games because they're pretty. Yeah, and that was not a pretty game. No. Or because they have dice. In them. Or they have dice. Well, yeah. and there was no dice in that. And no. It's shiny. No, it was. Or it's shiny. Shiny is it's good a too. Filler game with the name filler. Yeah. It. It's it just a, seemed. You know, honestly, and this is my opinion, but it seemed rushed without being rushed. It wasn't rushed. It was rushed <laughs> for a long time. It's like they forgot what they were doing, and then they're like, oh, we got to get this game out. 
Hey, Sorry. honey. Hey, what's this big box of cards over here? Oh, crap! Yeah, that's the reason why they're all stuck together, is they've been sitting on top of each other for six months. Yeah. Oh, gosh, we probably should deliver those. Yeah. So, yeah. oh, well. Yeah, you learned lesson learned. Doubt green couch games listening to this at all. Well, and if they so, are, hopefully they'll. I mean, like I say, the game was service guys. Yeah, yeah. Like I say, the game wasn't horrible, but that reaction to missing cards was bad. Yeah, just bad. Yep, and, and especially for me, last year I think I spent like two hundred bucks at their booth. Oh yeah. And then I dropped another forty on that game. Dropped another forty on the other game. So I mean, there's three hundred bucks in a year. Yep. So. I'm a little disappointed. Probably yeah. not going to go back to Green Couch Games booth. Well, the other thing is, you know... Mostly because I have everything already. <laughs> the reason you probably are so disappointed in this is because you've had such good luck with right. them in the past, and it's just like, it was a major letdown because, well, they were super late. We were supposed to get this in October, and it's now like March when we finally got the it. The biggest thing was the lack of communication. I get that things are late. I mean... Shoot, we're still waiting for Goblin Gravel, yep, yep. and the communication in that is horrible. Dropped completely, yeah. And I dropped 125 on naming a character, which yeah. now I greatly regret. <laughs> yeah, I was reluctant to go to that level. Yeah, so. probably smart on that. Yeah. But, you know, there's that Kickstarter monkey again. But, yep. you know, Green Couch... I'm pretty sure that uh, I'm going to take the Kickstarter monkey out to 85th Street and crack his head open with a lead pipe. <laughs> work. But anyways, I mean, you've seen Couch. You know you've had luck with them in the past, and just for one bad game, yeah, like Tom said, you know, it's a good game, but there's certain issues with it. So, I mean, one bad game outweighs, does it completely outweigh all the other ones? Well, and my thing is, is two people, as we're playing this game, point out that, oh, this game sounds, it, it just it's plays, really it's very familiar, yeah. and then Adam says, oh yeah, it's totally like this other game, except for the time. Right. That was like the slightest change. So, I don't know, I, I, I'm going to stick with my four. All yeah, right. and like I say, I'll go with seven, gameplay, two, production value. Yeah, you want to weigh in on, on this? I can't weigh in, because production. I played it. Production, I'm very, very disappointed, especially with the other games. I mean, I haven't played, I've played the ice cream one. Oh, yeah, that one's fun. Rocky Road, Alamode. And then I've played the Avalanche Great game. One. I know you played the Avalanche one, and you played the other one. The best that. treehouse yep. ever. So, like, three of the games that we've played, I've played them. And then just looking at the cards and things like that, it was just... It feels like the playmats are getting smaller too. Yeah, it does. It was small for for adults. Small, fifteen or twenty dollar playmat. Yep. It seems like it's half the size of the rest of them. Yeah, it was small. Is it my turn now? And very chintzy, uh -huh. like thin. Uh huh. Go ahead. But I mean, just it didn't seem like something that Green Couch would put out because all their other stuff is very vibrant and colorful and. This was very watered down. Well, it's almost like they were going for a different audience. Because, you know, not that... Like, not fans of Green Couch well, games? <laughs> uh, more sophisticated, you know what I mean? I mean... Whoa, whoa, whoa there, buddy. See, this is what I knew was going to happen. No, more sophisticated? Okay, best treehouse ever. Awesome. Very, very, it's a great game. Yeah. Vibrant and colorful, like you said. Almost like they're gearing it towards kids. 
for adults that like to have fun. Correct. But it, but you see what I'm saying? I mean, it looks like it could be a kid's game. It know? could be. So what I'm wondering is with filler, they said to themselves, well, let's put out an adult Let's put game. out a dull game for dull people. It's not a dull game. It's just a badly produced game, I think. The gameplay itself was actually, I thought, pretty fun. It might help that I was probably second both times we played it. <laughs> Adam I, ran away with it, but still. I think the problem is, is that whoever designed this one didn't either they didn't look at what they had produced in the past, or they completely ignored it, like Tom said, and you know we're trying to gear it towards a, a different, different audience. Audience. That's what I was trying to get. Dull. <laughs> Blurry. Blind people. <laughs> yeah. People, yeah. So like I say, I think that's what people they, without color, taste, well, to and me, sight. To me, it looked like the artwork was more haughty. Whereas Best Treehouse haughty? Ever is just fun. It is. With Hoity, all their... Hoity-toity? Yeah, hoity-toity. There you oh. go. So Best Treehouse Ever, you've got a game room, you know, a board game room. Yeah. You have a bowling alley. Yeah, you have... That looked like the Big Lebowski. A chocolate fountain. You know, I mean, it's just fun stuff. Mm -hmm. So, granted... I enjoy the game. You enjoy the game as grown-ups, but it looks like it's geared towards kids. Yeah. So I'm wondering if they're thinking to themselves, well, let's see if we can get a bigger audience with more. But, you know, Ladder 29, that's a uh, trick-taking game yeah. that's firefighter-based. Yep. That was fun. That but wasn't Avalanche, like Kitty. Avalanche Mountain. Avalanche kind of Yeti Mountain. Yeah, that's a little bit so, Kitty. Um, Before the Earth Explodes, that was a two-player game that was very space-thematic. Yeah. So I just they took a swing and they missed. Yeah. That's what happened with this game. Essentially, miss. Yep. Not a filler. It's it's probably a game that I most likely will not hit the table again. Yeah. Unless you I, beg me. I might beg you. I kind of <laughs> liked it because I can, I think I can win that game for one. Ooh, hint, hint. Gift it to Tom. <laughs> or give it away at extra life. That's what I. That, that could be. Happen. But then on the other hand, then it'll it'll be a thing where my collection will be incomplete. Then. Well, there you go. What do you do? I say burn it in the backyard. Still going to be an incomplete collection. That doesn't help the problem. Collector versus gamer. I don't know. It is. it is. It's It's not a horrible game. It's just not a great game. Yeah. There are so many other better games out there. Yeah. Definitely. And for the price that I paid, and then the weight, and the lack of communication, all just kind of lumped into one. That's why I got a four. Yeah. Yep. It wasn't that it was a horrible game. It's just everything, all adding in, gives it a four for me. My, you my, didn't have to spend forty bucks on it. No, that's that. true. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Card. And my aggregate score when you combine playability with production is four point five. So we're not that 4. far 5. off. We're not that far off. Yeah. And if you had spent forty dollars, then on it would it? be like a three. <laughs> there we go. Or maybe a two. <laughs> or maybe I'd just send it back to him and go, "Give me my money back." Yeah. Not sure if it works. Like I don't think it does. Because otherwise, Island Dice would have gotten great. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah, you, you gave that a pretty low rating. Oh, I don't, I don't I, if you could negatively well, you rate said it, it wasn't a game, so. It's not a game, so yeah, why would you rate something <laughs> that's not a game? Well, the shiny factor. It's pretty dice, that's what it is. And the game tray insert. And the insert, yeah. Yeah, so this one doesn't have that. No. The only thing that got going for it was you can actually get the box open. Like most of the green couch games, the boxes <laughs> fit so tight that you can't get them open. This one... It just wanted it open because it wanted out of the box. It wanted out. <laughs> All right. So that's 
that's pretty much it for us for tonight. Do you guys have anything else you want to well, finish with? Well, speaking of Kickstarter, what else is on Kickstarter? Oh, that's oh, right. Yeah. Borgata. They are at 73%. And so I want all the listeners to just give it a look on Kickstarter. You can go to our website, www.averagejoesgamingpodcast.com, and there's a red banner at the top. If you click on that, it'll take you right to the Kickstarter page. So you can check that information out. We also have the videos on our website under the videos tab. So you can watch the five-player playthrough or the two-player review with Tom and myself. Where I get beat pretty bad. Well, in your defense, we were not really technically playing a game. We were were showing the mechanics of the game. And that is a lot of the feedback that we heard is that, well, it doesn't look like it's much of a game. Yes, it is. is We were playing a quick two-player game we did that to kind of show you the mechanics. So then we went back and did a five-player yeah, playthrough. Watch that. And it is a solid game. Yeah. It is a very, very solid game, and I encourage everybody just at least look at it, back it. It's a cheap game, $29. You're not going to find anything on Kickstarter with this much replayability and this quality of a game. And the artwork, Dan Goff is an amazing artist and oh, yeah. has done really, really awesome artwork on the Mafia guys. Um, I backed it at a level where you create a character, and they he sent me over the the artwork as uh, my character, and it looks like me. Yeah. It's painted, it's and well. it looks like me. So, out of all the games that I've backed, where I've done the you know create your own character, this one I gotta say is the best one I've seen yet. It's pretty good. And I just did one art. that was called Fences. And they took a picture of me uh, wearing a cowboy hat a long time ago. And it looked like me, kind of. But it looked more like Hank Williams Jr. (laughs) (laughs) So this one, definitely, they they hit it out of the park. And I really hope this one uh, succeeds. They've got, I think, 18, 19 days left. Um, 27% left to, to, to succeed, so... I think it's going to happen. I want to see him hit those stretch goals. I really like to see him hit that that last stretch goal of the player mats, the player boards. I yeah, think that'd be think really cool. Um, but bottom line is I want to see this game succeed because I, I want these guys to do more games and I want to review more of their games. Yeah, so. it's, a, it's a pretty solid game. Good deck builder, nice theme. And I'm going to really say it again. Good. If you've got a guy that does not like deck builders and he enjoys the game... Mm-hmm. And wants it, yeah. It's a good game, so it's a good game. I like the theme. I like the artwork. I like the quality of the game. So back there you go. Check it out at the very least. And then Jess, what's coming up? Thirty days from Tuesday, I think. Thirty days from today, we are going. Oh yeah, Geekway. Wow. The fourteenth, and we leave on. Well, you That's, leave. I will leave the fourteenth. Yeah. We're leaving the fifteenth. Yes, after I get off work. Yep. So I'm hoping I get off work a little early. Yeah, I would say talk to your boss. I don't feel so good today. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've, I've got it set where I'm just going to bust my butt and try to get done well, by noon. Last year, you got down on Thursday, right? No, I well, left, you got down I left on Wednesday because I got to leave Wednesday, Wednesday late. morning. Really? I thought you got there late Wednesday. I did, but I, I got to leave Wednesday morning. Okay. I had to go into the shop, make sure everyone showed up. As long as everyone showed up, I got to go. I, I had I headed down at like 6 a.m. Yeah, that's right. So it was it was later. It was in the afternoon because um, I think we went to Hooters. Yes, for, yeah, right. That's right for supper. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Yeah. You and I and, and, and I was trying to get you in those shorts and the tank top. Yeah, I did more. 
<laughs> now, weirdly, weirdly, you dressing that way didn't convince me. I don't understand how I, that. How I that tried. Happen. Yeah. I tried to put my uh, my suave on. Yeah. You, you, you so. The smolder. Yeah, the smolder. The smolder. Yeah. That's you. The smolder on. <laughs> but yes, we're going to Geekway. Yep. And then we'll we'll see where um, we we're not staying at the convention anymore. Oh, you're not. No, so I did a little calling around because we're trying to budget for this. Did you get the roadway in? And no, we didn't. Uh, we're staying at the Red Roof Inn. I don't know. Red Roof Inn. Because that's where our first night was going to be at. I bet the roadway would have room. Oh, I'm sure they would. I'm sure they would, but I don't she want to die. Oh, she they, doesn't want to stay there. It's not that you're going to die. It's the, uh, the drug dealers and the uh, insane <laughs> people that are yelling at nobody. One yelling guy <laughs> that was probably a drug dealer. So uh, what, what about the, uh, the pimp? That was yelling in the parking lot at like one in the morning. Oh yeah, I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, you forgot about it. I was probably sleeping through that. Guy. Sorry, Tom. I actually. <laughs> well, I don't blame sleep you. Sleep. Uh, on my vacation. So we found out. I I made calls because we didn't want the same thing that happened down at Okaboji, where oh, yeah. you put this like incidental deposit down. Oh yeah, that's. So I called them ahead of time. Red Roof Inn didn't have a, an incidental. They just charge you, and if they charge you extra, they tell you. Whereas the convention, it's fifty dollars an additional each day. Yeah. So by the time you're done with that, it's almost two hundred dollars on top of that. Right. Which put our hotel at like nine hundred dollars. Yeah. Not which, happening. But I did give Jess the, the call on that. I said, if you want it, I'll do it. And she's like, no, I'd rather have fun. So cut our our hotel stay into like a third. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, that's right. Oh, this will be my third year there. Second, third year at the roadway. Which, yeah. Which honestly, if Jess wasn't going, yeah. I'd probably be at the roadway because it's cheap and it's close. You know, if I get stabbed in my, you know, in the middle of the night, then hopefully the you'll hear it. Ambulance would get there in time to <laughs> say, yeah. Yeah, they're probably already there. Yeah, they might be for there another for something person. else. Yeah. <laughs> so. It's not that bad there. It's, no. it's right on the interstate. It's actually a pretty nice hotel. No, it wasn't bad. The only problem I think I had was the fact that we could hardly get our door closed half the time. That was a little nerve-wracking, yeah. Yeah, so I think we ended up, like, loading up our cars every day. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, we didn't leave the... Yeah. So that was the only problem I really had. And then, you know, obviously the crazy people yelling at each other yeah. in the middle of the night. Still not the worst hotel we've ever stayed in. But... No, 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 no. No, the worst <laughs> would be at Rose, Rosemont? Rosemont I don't remember like that. which suburb it in, was. Uh, yeah, in Minneapolis, the yeah. uh, murder-suicide. Yeah, <laughs> that was... That it looks like scary. there was a uh, blood stain right when you walk in the door on the carpet, which they tried to get the... I mean, it was it looked like a drug dealer's den when we just drove oh, in. Oh, yeah. There was a, some kind of splatter repair on the <laughs> ceiling. <laughs> like, yeah, pop goes the weasel. <laughs> yeah, I think somebody took a shotgun. It looked like it. there was a bullet hole right above the window where the yeah. person was sitting that blew their brains all over the yeah, ceiling. Yeah, it was so. not good. Oh, it and was then the, horrible. the public bathroom was like a wash in liquid. Oh yeah, it was it was awful. Yeah, it was just awful. And there was wires hanging throughout the hallways. It, uh, the person at the front desk barely spoke English. Um, yeah, it was it was rough. I would say that hands down, yeah. a million times worse. Than On the, the plus side, I don't think any of us got sick from the continental breakfast. No, I woke up with a massive migraine yeah, the next morning. None of us ate the continental. Oh yeah, it was it was awful. We couldn't find any. What was it? I used some like Tylenol or something, and something, I think Noel yeah. ended up going to the gas station to give me some. Yeah, because he's just I. Oh, it was it was awful. I slept in my clothes. Yeah, it was not good. <laughs> it was bad. 
but, quick escape. Uh, but on the roadway, or the one we stayed in, in, in Minnesota, um, my bad on that one, it said four-star hotel. Oh, no. What well, I didn't realize was, first was all, four road, out of ten. Yeah, road, first of all, roadway <laughs> in, not going to be four-star. No. If that's the so I saw four stars. I'm like, oh, four star. That's not bad. Four out of ten. Yeah. Is basically a two star hotel. Yeah. It's like I say for what I need it for, which is a place to crash after the convention. Perfect. Oh yeah, it's it's absolutely great. And it, the the one down at St. Charles is is perfect location. It's right off the interstate. Oh, literally. It was like ten minutes. No, I didn't think it was that. It was yeah. Like, it was I think quick, I timed quick, it. And especially when we seven. go. Yeah. There's no traffic. Yeah. I think so, it, I timed it at seven minutes. Yeah. Like one time the first year I was there. I'll probably cancel our red roof in and just take us <laughs> there. The so, I, <laughs> apparently not, because I want to live. Think, I don't think that's happening. <laughs> but that's it for us tonight. I'm Joe. I'm Jesse. And this is Tom. Good night. Good night. Your local children's hospital is full of superheroes. Superhero patients. They wear gowns instead of capes and often fight evil on a microscopic level. And just like the doctors, nurses, and staff, you can help decimate illnesses and enemy foes for sick and injured children by gaming. Join Extra Life, a community of 50,000 gamers that play games and heal kids. Register at extra-life.org. Thank you for listening. Please follow us on these formats. Find us at Facebook at Average Joe's Gaming Podcast. You can join our Facebook group of Average Joe's Gaming. Follow us on Instagram at Average Joe's Gaming Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Hammerly Joseph. Find us on Reddit at Average Joe's Gaming. You can join our Board Game Geek Guild at Average Joe's Gaming. You can go to our website AverageJoe'sGamingPodcast.com and find all of our information. Check out our Extra Life tab and feel free to join our Extra Life team by clicking on the Extra Life logo which will take you to our team page. You can also listen to us on any of your favorite podcasting devices such as Google Play Music, Amazon Alexa, iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. Thanks again for listening. We appreciate all of your feedback. If you wish to get into contact to us, you can go to our website at AverageJoe'sGamingPodcast.com and go to the Contact Us link, or you can just email us directly at AverageJoe'sGamingPodcast.outlook.com. You can also message us on Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram. Thanks again for listening.